On Crook and Chase Nashville Chats, a visit with global superstars Brian Kelly and Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line. Now, they've made history with their music and have been just as successful offstage. However, there's one thing they've decided they won't do during the pandemic. You'll learn what and why. Plus, a chat about what they'll explore next and fashion, family, and out of nowhere, butt skiing. <laughs> it's Tyler and BK with CNC. Listen and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, everybody? We're L.A. comedy group, Obama's Other Daughters. And on our podcast, You Down, we're discussing what's going on in the culture. Everything from dating to therapy. Look, y'all, I got dumps on FaceTime, so Ooh. I had to hold it together. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what? So come kiki with us and join the kinds of candid conversations you only have with your girls. Listen to You Down on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. The Bobby Bones Post Show Pre Show. They found an iPhone 10 in the water. The sailor had dropped it in the sea six days ago and they found it. Still working. Wow. That's amazing. I spill a little water on mine. The f- Doesn't work. Things in a different language. Mm-hmm. It's like popping up German. Sailor dropped his iPhone in the ocean. It's still working six days later. That's crazy. Ben Schofield dropped the $1,000 iPhone 10. He was working as a deckhand, and it sank 50 feet to the bottom of the harbor. And he said, hey, his friend was diving. You're down that area. See, if you see my phone down there, I dropped it, went down, pulled it up, still works. Isn't that crazy? I mean, I wouldn't think it would work after that many days. I would think after a few hours, you just, it just doesn't work. And then why do you want it back? Maybe just see if you can find it. Mm-hmm. Just for the, yeah. Um, Eddie Yard over there. We lose him. He's up. Eddie, you here? <laughs> Eddie's working from his bed. He's talking into it. You just get your room. Oh, okay. <laughs> turn it down. Just technical issues. How about now? How about now? Oh, now you oh, turned it on. Is that Eddie doing it? Yeah. Is he the reason it's not working? Yep. No, I just hit a button and then it started working again. I don't know, man. Here's a voice. Gave me this gear. I have no idea how to run, how to run it. Here's a voicemail for Eddie. This is number one, Raymond. Hi, this message is for Eddie. I was wondering what your favorite Pearl Jam album is. I want to buy my boyfriend a new album for his record player, and he loves Pearl Jam. So if you could answer that for me, that would be great. Thank you so much. Love the show. Bye, guys. Ooh, ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I I mean, it's tough, you know? Like, when you hear these artists, they always say, like, oh, you know, you can't pick these songs. I know... Every, just give an album. Just give an album. Yeah, like we don't need hey. a six-hour explanation. It's not Eddie and Bobby's music school. Oh. Come on. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll go with their second album versus then. Because okay. that, that to me was when I was like, okay, these guys really. Okay. okay. <laughs> cool. So what was the name of it? It's called Versus. Cool. Like, that's all we need. Yes. <laughs> giving you a hard time. Uh, you'll hear in a minute. Eddie's at home. We just mentioned that, but he's not able to come in. Um, Amy, anything you want to say? No, I'm good. Yeah, you do. I have to pee really bad. Story of my life. This doctor went and ran 22 miles in a mask. Okay. One, see if you could do it, and two, test his oxygen levels, because one of the things anti-maskers say is that you can't get enough oxygen. Mm-hmm. Um, you can. Well, the results are, this doctor ran 22 miles. He raised 4300 bucks for a food bank, and during the 22 miles, his oxygen levels never, ever dropped below 98%. Most of the time, we went way higher than that. So he was like, hey, guys, if you see people saying that you, you're breathing in, it's not true. 
So he did that to, to show folks. So Good for him. There's that. I like it. And he raised money for a food bank at the same time. All right, that's it. Hopefully you enjoy this show. We did. Hopefully. Bye, Bye everybody. <laughs> On Crook and Chase Nashville Chats, a visit with global superstars Brian Kelly and Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line. Now, they've made history with their music and have been just as successful offstage. However, there's one thing they've decided they won't do during the pandemic. You'll learn what and why. Plus, a chat about what they'll explore next and fashion, family, and out of nowhere, butt skiing. <laughs> it's Tyler and BK with CNC. Listen and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Morning, studio. Morning. A uh, couple things. Eddie is now, he's still at home, but he has a microphone in his bed now. Eddie, can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you loud and clavone. Oh, he's chopping out, oh. though. See, we thought we had him. But oh, no. Eddie has coronavirus. He's still in his bed, but we did put a microphone there. Eddie, so how did you get this microphone? Uh, so Scuba dropped it off, thank goodness, and we met at a CVS, and it was so awesome. It was so great to see a person other than my family outside of my house. I'm trying to see. I have a, a test tonight. I'm supposed to get retested tonight for coronavirus. Oh, yeah. So I got tested the first time, negative, trying to get another one tonight. Eddie has, still has it. He's still positive, but he can't be around folks because he still has it, right? Should we go together, Bones? No. I'm not, I'm not trying to see you. <laughs> I know you say the doctor says after 10 days that you're free to run amok, but uh, not with me because you still have a symptom where you're exhausted and you can't breathe all the way. Yeah, it, it comes in waves. The lungs are good. I felt I felt good the last couple of days with my lungs and everything's cleared up there. But the definitely the fatigue comes in waves. About I don't know, 15 minutes ago, I kind of felt tired again, but I feel good right now. So hey, put the this. microphone up to your chest and take a really big breath. <laughs> <laughs> okay, doctor, hold on. Go ahead. <sighs> well, I heard it. Does that sound pneumonia? I don't like what I hear. Do it again. I hear a little wheeze in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're dumb. I hear a little wheeze. I think it's probably best for you to stay away for a little bit. When do you go okay. back and get another test? Uh, I'm thinking maybe Friday. I think Friday might be my day to just do my tests every week from now on. And you get them done for free? I don't know, Bones. The last time they took my credit card and my insurance and they didn't come back with anything or told me how much it was. <laughs> I was just kind of shocked with the news that they told me with it when they said, you're probably going to come back positive again. So I, I forgot to ask how much it was. Do they sell bundles? Can you get like three for five or something? Is there some deal? <laughs> or a punch get? card after about his yeah. third one, he gets a fourth yeah. one free? Or like, yeah, 10 tests, 11th one's free. Eddie? No. I don't know, guys. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't like her. Can you bundle. see me? I can't see you. Can you see me? Yeah, man. I see you and Amy and Lunchbox. Yeah, that would be who's here. Great. Nice. <laughs> uh, did you have a segment you wanted to pitch as we start the show? Um, I, I just, just wanted to say thanks to Scuba, really, because he made me feel like I was a normal person, unlike Ray did a couple days ago. You know, Steve wore a mask. It was nice of him and everything. But we talked and we chatted. He didn't look like he was in a hurry or backing up every single time I spoke. He was like, dude, it's so good to see you. And I'm glad you're doing well. And we chatted for about 15 minutes. So thank you for making me feel like a regular human being, Scuba. Now Scuba has to get tested because he talked with the Corona guy. (laughs) 
All I hear, oh, I don't boy. hear Scuba's a great guy here. Now Scuba's got Corona. No, I had the mask and I was far enough away from him. I was, I was safe. All right, Eddie, we'll check in with you in a little bit. All right, man, I'm here. I, I've kicked the kids out. FYI, I've told them go ride your bikes outside, go do something, but you cannot be in the house because I'm going to be on a mic here. Okay, it's but early in the morning and Eddie's kicked his kids out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> we started Yellowstone last night. We watched the first episode. It was an hour and 38 minutes. Why was it so long? It was the first episode. First of all, I'm sitting there and Caitlin had just cooked dinner and it was it was chicken. I guess it wasn't out of the oven yet. And she was like, I've been cooking all day. Will you watch the first episode of Yellowstone with me? Because if you don't, that's okay, but I'm going to start it without you. And I'm fine with that. She should be able to watch her own show. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to watch Upload without her because she doesn't like that. And I was like, I tell you what, I'll watch the first episode with you. We'll watch it while we're eating dinner. She's got to watch something anyway while you eat dinner. And so she makes this lemon chicken, which is great. I don't know what she does, and she acts like it's not a big deal, but she pulls this chicken out of the oven, and it is butt stuffed with lemons. There's just lemons all, and she pulls them out, and it's just uh, so good. chef's kiss. And not only that, it's great because today after work, I get to go home and have lunch, and I'll do wraps with that same chicken. It's just the best for like three days. So she does that, and she makes some salad, except it's not a salad with iceberg lettuce. It's like arugula and... I don't know. She puts in like all this little stuff. I don't okay. know. I don't know. Sorry. I never have people cook for me, so this I'm adjusting to that. So we walk in, we get our plates, put it on our lap, and we're gonna start watching Yellowstone. And I clicked the first episode. I almost hit season three, episode one, because that's the one that's queued up, because I guess they just started season three. Correct. And so I'm about to hit the button, I'm like, whoa. So then I go, Oh, this is not even season one. I go back to season one. An hour and thirty-eight minutes for the first episode. <laughs> I cannot believe it. I've committed though. I'm about to watch a movie. Yellowstone the movie. It's shorter than a movie, but okay. So I'm like, okay. I, I, I told her, I said, in this family, we do what we say. And I said I was going to watch it with you. So let's go. So I'm about to hit play on the button, Apple TV. It's $3.99. Now, I've already spent a subscription on Netflix. I have Amazon Prime because I have Amazon Prime the service, so that comes with it. You know you can watch Yellowstone on Amazon Prime. You have to pay for it. That's why we watched it. Okay. So you didn't know that. You didn't oh, you know it was going to cost me money. But it's on Apple TV is how I get on Amazon Prime. Okay. Gotcha. So that's the, the you're paying Amazon. Yeah, I know. I, have, I pay for it too. I I'm pay so for Prime annoyed. and I, I had to pay it. per episode. Okay. I pay so, for so many subscriptions. So, okay. How was it? So, thirdly, <laughs> this is what happened. Amy and Kayla now have this relationship where all they do is secretly talk about how, how they deal with me all the That's time. That's not true. That's oh, true. No. That's such an exaggeration. Because Kayla vid- is videoing me secretly going, I can't believe I have to pay for an episode. She texts it over to Amy. They get a good laugh in. She goes, she sent it to me. She goes, he had no idea I was filming this. And then Amy replies back. She goes, oh, I've seen him react like that before. No. I know that face. And I'm like, all you do is bag on me when I'm not even there. <laughs> no. To I quote myself. I try to provide people with a good life. No, listen, this is what he says. So I say (laughs) to Caitlin, seen that face before, and then I put laughing emojis because I laughed out loud. That face, like that's your frustrated, disappointed face. I pay for all these subscriptions. Yeah. And now, first of all, it's an hour and thirty-eight minutes. Second Mm -hmm. of all, it's three ninety-nine. Yeah. And I don't know the difference in HD and SD and what the difference is going to be on my screen don't, that I'm paying for. The SD. But I'm always afraid they're going to cut parts out of the SD oh my gosh. secretly. No. Like I'm not, I'm going to buy the HD. I know you say, hey, there's no, it's a dollar, but I'm afraid they're going to get us. And one day they're going to get sued 
You go like, well, they haven't been giving us the whole episode. Okay, well, that's not going to happen. But then I was glad she told you because I felt weird watching a video that you didn't know got recorded of you. And she I was probably like, wouldn't have unless she thought it was funny that you said, I've seen that face before. Yeah. Because and- there was another time if I continue down this <laughs> no, path. No, I want to finish the comments <laughs> on that. So go then ahead. she tells Bobby, oh, this is Amy's reply. Ha, ha, ha. And then his reply to her was, I feel like I've given you both really good lives, and this is the this is the return I get. And I'm like, uh, excuse me, <laughs> what? So like, Caitlin and I, we can we can handle ourselves. All I'm doing while, is getting my chops busted. Yeah, in, in my own like, house. Yeah, I'm thankful for my job. You though, can't give yes. you, you can't take getting your chops busted. Don't get don't give the chop busted. I know. So what else what else do you have up your sleeve? Well, things? there was the time when I couldn't drive. I couldn't leave to go get food with my friend. Oh yeah. And I was like, I don't have a car. You just car keys. And then Caitlin and Amy with their, I've seen that before. No, you were on FaceTime. Okay, this whole I, thing with you two being friends, I no, think no. we've had just about enough of it. She had you on FaceTime. It's just for me, it's I'm letting her know like, hey, FYI, that's it's good for her to think. It's you're, that's just how you react sometimes to things. I we just, all have I'm in our disbelief. Things. I'm in disbelief. I pay for all these services. I can't. And the subscription services, these shows, and I get on and I have to pay for another one, another one episode too. Like I pay twelve ninety nine for Netflix for a month, but I have to pay three ninety nine for one episode. So can we talk about how you feel about then, Yellowstone? Then I find out that if you get on that. Peacock. Yeah, you can watch Yellowstone on you Peacock. You can watch Yellowstone on Peacock. Yeah, I could have told you that. After I already paid for it and could have watched it for free. Yeah, I forgot to tell you that. Yeah, nobody tells me. Nobody cares. I even forgot myself, so we need to remember, but... I don't even know if I have Peacock yet. Can, I can download Apple TV, huh? I think, yeah. Commer- you have to watch yep. commercials, though. So you, there's I- the free version or the upgraded version. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Um, I watched the first episode of Yellowstone. thought it was pretty good. So do you want to watch episode two or what? I don't know. Stop. You're not like, do you want to go to Montana and Wyoming and be a cowboy? Here's what I liked about it is that it's not just like Old West Cowboy. They're in helicopters. It's rich people. Yes. It's rich ranchers. Yes. I thought it was going to be a Western. And as a kid, my grandma would watch these Westerns. I'm like, if I got to watch another John Wayne, him doing the same crap over and over again, I'm not. Because it's the same thing. I know. It's a modern day. I'll probably like it. You will. Probably will like it. First episode, I was like, okay. It was just a little long for me. It's so good. Okay. Eddie? Eddie's still there. You ever watch Yellowstone? No, no, I haven't watched Yellowstone, but from your description, it seems like something I'm not going to (laughs) watch. The thing is, I just had a negative feeling going into it because of all the surprises I got. Mm -hmm. Having to pay for it. It was nine hours long. Uh, I was getting roasted. It wasn't really the best environment to go Mm -hmm. into a new show. Okay. And if I'm not feeling safe and loved in an environment, it's hard for me to embrace it. Right. And then let me tell you what happened to me yesterday. I go and I'm like, you know, I need, because I, I had some, some medical stuff where they're like, hey, you have to take time every day and just go and chill out. So I'm like, you know, I got my golf clubs. I was going to go out to the driving range and just hit some balls. So I get in my car, with the drive over to the driving range. And it's not close. There's no driving range near my house. Drive to the driving range, 25 minutes away. Get there, open up my trunk, realize I'd taken my clubs out of the car. They weren't in the trunk. And then I drove back home for 25 minutes going, why am I so stupid? Mm-hmm. Wasn't the best day. That's there are people who have had worse days, but. Your day sounds really awful. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that you're a person that you, I, 
just to clarify, in case we have any new listeners, Bobby really does know what a bad day is, for sure. You've been through a lot of adversity in life. Yesterday was the most adverse day I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Up there, it's in at least the top three. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Right. Well, I I highly recommend Yellowstone. I know. And I'll probably like it. And I think this will be her show. And I told her if she'll watch Upload, I'll watch Yellowstone. And then can we take a trip? To I'm the going West? to Bozeman, Montana in two weeks. Okay. For my and Kayla may go with me for my <sighs> Nat Geo show. I've never been, and I I just I, got a text my producer just now. That says, um, circling back when you go commercial diving and underwater welding. Oh, it's not about being that. a she. No, I, I can still go to Bozeman, okay. Montana, as of now. All right. They're asking me to get contacts. I only have one eye that works, so I've never even put a contact in my eyeball. And they're like, "Hey, will you do contacts for?" Underwater welding. And I'm like, I'd rather just do it half blind. I want to put yeah. a contact in. Why not? Add good, a, good welders keep. Add they another just let it rip. Yeah. So you can't wear glasses under the. Do you wear a welding helmet underwater? I don't know. Uh, that episode, I don't think we've talked about fully. When you're in water, is there sparks? I don't know. This seeds story is the craziest story. Last night, I'm flipping through Twitter, and it's like, if you got a mysterious package of seeds, do not plant them. And I'm thinking, who would just plant seeds they get in the mail without knowing what they are anyway? But I guess folks are. Several states are issuing warnings after residents across the country have received unsolicited packages that appear to have originated in China. They're trying to get us with seeds. What a great, smart way to get us, too. I know. It really is. I would never think of seed warfare. And then they've infiltrated our soil. And Yeah. The packages typically have Chinese characters on the label and contain a sealed packet of unknown seeds that some state agriculture departments say could be invasive plant species. Who even knows what they are? I don't know. So I have a bag of them here. I'm going to eat them. <laughs> We're going to flip a coin. Like, I hope no one planted them. I would imagine it's a numbers game where if they send out 10,000, some get planted. Mm-hmm. Quote, invasive species wreak havoc on the environment displace or destroy native plants and insects and severely damage crops. It's unclear who exactly is sending these packages, why they're being distributed, and whether the seeds are actually harmful. Crazy this is even a story. They shut packages of them. All the seeds look different, though. It doesn't seem real. (laughs) And it'll turn out that it probably isn't something bad. But what an ingenious way to go at somebody with seed. You just never never expect that. Mm -mm. What do you think grows? I don't know. I was picturing that Seymour plant, you know? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like takes over everywhere. That's a, I saw that last night in the news, which I thought was pretty crazy. Weren't you in that play? Yeah. Yeah. Of course I was. Mm-hmm. If there was a play at my school, well, I'm at a, a bunch of kids at my school, right? And when we did Grease, not only was I the lead, I directed it too. Oh, wow. Because nobody wanted to do it. And they were like, hey, we'd like to do Grease. And I was like, cool. So we did the, uh, the the audition, and I got the role of Danny Zuko. Stranded at the drive-in, branded a fool, nailed it. And then nobody wanted to direct it. Oh, I guess I forgot you were a director, And the too. director, no, I take that back. There was a kid who said he wanted to direct it, but he was terrible, and he would only show up half the time. Mm-hmm. So I ended up having to direct it. But it was, it was a really good play. Oh, I'm sure it was amazing. What will they You're say directing. Monday at school? Yeah, it's good. Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Shania Twain will be a producer on a new TV drama based on the Heart of Texas novels. She'll also be writing new songs for the show. 
Maren Morris tweeted that she just wrote her first song in forever and it was really sad. She said it made her so happy to write again. Cole Swindell shared how he's keeping active during the pandemic. I mean, not being able to get out and do things, not just physical, but mentally. I mean, you got to, you know, get some fresh air. So for me, golf has been uh, something that, which y'all know by now, that's all I talk about that in sports. I mean, that's what I've been trying to do. And like I said, just do my part to stay home. And so we can get back to work. We're ready to get back playing shows. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. An 11-year-old boy in Virginia wanted to find a way to help out people who have been affected by the pandemic. So earlier this year, Cardiar Carey started creating care packages. He called them Cardi Packs, deodorant, soap, supplies, and gave them to the homeless. Then he said he wanted to help mothers who are struggling, so he set up a lemonade stand, and he uses all the profits to buy diapers and wipes for single moms in need. This kid's 11. Amazing. Already doing those two things. Business was booming in three days he made $3,000 at a lemonade stand. That's awesome. I feel so guilty because, again, I don't keep a bunch of cash in my wallet. And sometimes in my neighborhood, there's a kid that sits up a lemonade stand. And I'll drive. I never know when it's going to be up. And he's sitting right there on the corner. And I don't want to ignore him. So I just wave. But I never stop because I never have cash. Yeah. And all, she, she should ask the kid if he has a Venmo. Hey, <laughs> maybe. He probably doesn't. Probably does. He's like six. Yeah. <laughs> But he's getting me like a couple lemonades, two dollars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a lot. what uh, I go Chick Fil A and get one, kid. Was it a uh, Country Time lemonade? I want to shout out the proper business, but did you see that some lemonade company gave stimulus checks yeah. to kids with? Le- <laughs> I think it was Country Time lemonade. That's yeah. the only. Yeah. Isn't that the only lemonade there is? Mike's, but that's hard. <laughs> that's yeah. not for kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, shout out to this kid, eleven years old. Uh, his name is Cartier Casey. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Calgary, Canada. Police were up in a helicopter just doing some training exercises when someone decided, oh, let me point a laser at their eyes. So he shot a laser into their eyes. Cops were able to pinpoint the address. They showed up at his house and they found $60,000 worth of meth. Oh, wow. Man. That's a lot. Well, so the laser thing's stupid itself. Because you're going to get caught because almost they can trace that laser back yeah. to where it started. Mm-hmm. But then the guy who was doing something stupid, I guess he also was doing something stupid. But that's a lot of meth. Holy oh. cow. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> Last week we were talking about Demi Lovato's engagement ring and they were like, it could be $300,000. And I was blown away. And then I read $800,000. Well, the more time that goes by, the more information they're getting about this ring. Uh, it's worth more than $2 million. Oh, my. I would just be scared to wear that in public without someone all the... Especially if people knew. Here's my thing, right? This is what... I, if if I were someone that was just mega loaded and it was cool with my girl, I would get her the biggest fake ring ever to wear because everyone would just assume it was real because you're rich. Why would you really spend money on it? Think about that. If you're Demi Lovato... You could put the biggest fake ring up on Instagram, it'd be huge. And everyone would go, oh, that's $5 million easily. Because no one would expect it would be fake. They would all believe it. If you're rich, why would you even buy a real ring that expensive? Get something that means something to you, but then wear a big fake one. Because people are going to assume it's real. You're already rich. Well, so then do you get a real one to keep at home or no? You, you can wear it with it. Oh. Don't you have like two rings together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, and I have mixed. Like I have the ones my husband got 
from a jewelry store and something he picked out that was more expensive. And then I ha- I've mixed it with a ring, like a band that I got at Target. Like I mix things. Sources with knowledge tell TMC Demi's ring would cost the average Joe off the street anywhere between 2.5 million and 5 million bucks. Mm. That's due to the fact that it's a very special cut from a very well-regarded celebrity jeweler in Hollywood, Peter Marco. Can you imagine having that on your hand? I would never take my eyes off of it. I would be afraid the rock would fall out or it'd fall off my finger. Yeah. Do you think that's all relative depending on there's some there might be some people that have that think, you know, the same thing about a $1,000 ring or a $5,000 ring or it doesn't have to be a million. Uh I would say most are relative, not when it's $2.5 million. Okay. Because it's gigantic. So, no. I would say maybe somebody in a third world country would think a $10,000 ring is like we think a $2.5 to $5 million ring. Mm-hmm. But no. And also, this dude, I'm always just curious about, I don't know how much money this guy's got. Oh, yeah. I know. I was Googling him. I was like, oh, I mean, he sings, acts, and dance. I was like, well, he's a triple threat. So he's got that going for him, but I don't know. Yeah, triple threats don't make much money unless they're like triple threats that are super famous. Yeah. 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 You know what? Like I say, God love them. Before. Maybe she got a deal. She got you, that Bed Bath & Beyond coupon, took it to this jeweler, was like, here we go. I'm here to catch this. <laughs> so if and when you decide to propose, go ahead and let's have this talk again before you go buying something, you know fake and thinking it's going to be okay, you know? Well, I know I, I have no idea. Like, personally, I don't know anything about rings, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know sizes. I would, n- I would not check with anybody before I did it, though. Not even, like, her mm-hmm. sister? Zero percent chance. How do you know what she wants? Let me say this. Four words. Loose lips sink ships. I would not tell anybody. Okay. Ugh. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's from my heart. I'm not going to anybody because I know how people are. You tell somebody a secret, they're going to tell somebody. It may not be the person, and then that somebody's going to tell somebody. And then before you know eight people's got it, and the odds are that one of them may get to her, pretty good. Now, I've kept some really long, good secrets in my life. Nobody would want to ruin that That's for her, though, mm, or you. But what if they see it and they're like, oh, no, this is not the right moment. I should tell her. No, no. <laughs> her nails aren't done. <laughs> you know what? It is what it is. No one is going to know. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I know. Thought I would know. But Say it, it with me. Like... Loose lips sink, sink ships. ships. Okay. Eddie has corona. He's in his bed right now with a microphone. Eddie, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm with Amy. Uh, you, you might want to check before you go. N- no. But, but Bones, at the same time, dude, listen. It, you're right, man. It doesn't matter. If she doesn't like it, then she's not the one. <laughs> That's true. Oh, you've said that before, Bobby. You've said if you propose and then she doesn't like it, then that's a sign. That if she doesn't like the size or the money spent, oh, not yeah, the but style she's not like of that. the ring. Yeah, the style is important. I to- think, if anything, I would get punished for spending too much on a ring mm-hmm. with I her. Agree. Yeah. Because that, that, the money stuff doesn't matter to her. And she makes her own money. I'd go to her and be like, hey, how much ring? Let me give you some of that money. Like this dude did I know, with because auto. so many people, I feel bad for her that so many people are like, oh, you're just with Bobby because of his job and his success and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, okay, I'm not. And because of you, I pay for everything. She's like in this, we need to get her out of this thing where she literally feels like she wants to pay for everything just to prove people wrong, even though they don't even know that she's paying for everything. <laughs> well, she definitely has her own money and yes. does not need my money for sure.
Um, and Eddie, like Eddie said, if I propose and she doesn't like it, she's not the one. Yesterday, we did the risky coin flip challenge where Scuba Steve, our executive producer, we flipped a coin. And if it landed on heads, he won $100. If it landed on tails, he had to shave off an eyebrow. It landed on tails. We did double or nothing. We did it again. It landed on tails. (laughs) He's supposed to shave both eyebrows in the next segment. Mm -hmm. So we're going to bring him in. Scuba, you have some pitches to try to get out of this, right? Yeah, I do. Um, we'll, we'll see if they work out. Okay, he's going to come in, pitch some ideas. <laughs> Instead of him having to shave both eyebrows, he's going to offer some other things up. But I'm ready regardless. I have the clippers. Oh, gosh. Nice. So I'm ready. Yesterday on the show, I said, who wants to take part in the risky coin flip challenge? And Scuba Steve, our executive producer, said, I'll do it. So he flipped a coin. If it landed on heads, he was going to win 100 bucks. It did not. It landed on tails. So the risk was you were going to lose an eyebrow. Mm-hmm, correct, yes. Then you said, you know what, double or nothing, I'd like to get my eyebrow back. Yeah. And then you lost again, so now you're down two eyebrows. Yes. You haven't shaved them off yet. You have the clippers here, if you can let us hear those. Got them right here. So in a second, oh. unless he offers us something better than his eyebrows, he's going to shave off both of his eyebrows. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> lunchbox yesterday, how long until they grow back? Uh, si- four to six months. And what'd your wife say about this last yeah. night? At home? So my wife and I, you guys will know this, but we live and die by the coin. We have made all of our big decisions, small decisions by flipping a coin. Um, so she said that if the coin landed on tails, you lost, you have to just do it. So I have to be a man of my word and shave off my eyebrows. Well, is there anything that you'd like to offer up instead of your eyebrows? Because I'm always a listener. I'll yeah. negotiate at any point. Yeah. So do you have a couple things? I had a couple things and both of them fell through. So it's not going to work out in my favor. One of them was Howard Stern, and he can't do it. I was going to have him come on and talk to you, and hopefully that would have been like a collateral. I don't know how you would have ever got that happen, but I'd been like, sure. That would have been, okay, yeah. been a great one. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, it, didn't, it didn't time out to happen today, so that fell through. I, got, I have a gift idea, but it's not going to get here in time. What was that one? That was going to be some custom shoes, mm. but they won't get here in time. And they're pretty rare, and they're really cool, and they're expensive. So now he's like having to spend money. When the <laughs> but it's worth to spend to money win. to save my eyebrows, so I was down for it. But you got into this to win money. I, correct, but now I'm <laughs> trying to win back my eyebrows at all costs. Uh. Did you feel like you had a like a way in to the Howard Stern? Yeah, I, I think I have a pretty good way in. Mm. Okay, well, here are some other things I've written down. Okay. And some, some ideas suggested to me. All right. Um, you have to dye your beard pink, hot pink, and wear it for a month. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a month? <laughs> and this is permanent dye? Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Because you were going to shave it anyway, right? I was correct, yeah. Here's one that someone said, you shave your beard off and you glue it to your head. Scuba <laughs> <laughs> okay. Steve has a big, long beard, by the way. Yeah, and I'm bald. Um... Uh, that's about the only two that I would consider. What were some uh, alternate options there? Uh, let's see. Forfeit a favorite item of clothing or collectible to be destroyed at the winner's discretion. Okay. But I feel like you could just lie and say it's my favorite. Yeah. So basically, you lose the eyebrows. Amy, what do you think about him dyeing his beard pink for a month? Or you want the eyebrows gone? I mean... I don't know what do you want, Steve. I don't think that the pink beard is as bad as the eyebrows. You don't think so? No, but the shaving it off and gluing it to his head (laughs) is funny to me. Do we? Here's what we do. What if we give him a week, and if he can't produce what he said he can probably produce, it gets worse. 
Oh, so if oh. He, so we give him a chance. Oh, to get Howard I know. Stern. I know. Yeah. So how about we combine them, and if he gets Howard Stern, then he's in the clear. If he doesn't get Howard Stern, then he has to shave his eyebrows, shave his beard, and glue the hair on his head. Yeah. Okay. Well, what if I just shave the eyebrows now and just call it a day? What, what, what do you prefer? Uh, well, no, that's what you law. I mean, if you yeah. want to do that, you can go for it. Okay. But if not, if you think you can get... Howard Stern to come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> let, 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 uh, let's do uh, let's do the week and let me see if I can get Howard Stern on. But then oh my you gosh. have to. Oh but my then God. you have. Oh my God. Oh, but this then I have to. And if I can't get him on, then I have to do the shaving and the eyebrows. The yeah, it all multiplies. And the eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> then just shave my damn eyebrows. Okay. Now. All right. Here he is. Shave the brow. Shave the brow. Is he doing it to himself? I'll, I'll Amy can do it because I can't see. Oh, oh, Amy's gonna do it. I don't oh. know how to wear clippers. Okay. Oh, Amy, this is you don't know how to wear clippers. Perfect. Then, so you can just. Oh kind my of gosh, I can't believe you're doing this. There you go. Just oh go. Right you, hey, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Okay. Do we want to hold off a bit because the guys from Low Cash are gonna be here? Okay. And Preston had texted me yesterday while listening to the show about the eyebrows. Okay. He could always do it. Let's have Preston do it. Then that's fine. Okay. Okay. Amy seems a little shaky here, and she may cut my head. <laughs> okay, so you will lose the eyebrows later in the show. Okay, let's do it then. Yeah. Oh okay. My God. So uh, Low Cash is coming in later. And before they come in, they'll shave the eyebrows off Scuba Steve. Good? I'm down. Let's do it. If you change your mind before they come in, okay. let me know. Okay. But that will be happening in about an hour and a half. All right, good. <laughs> All, right. All right, good. All right. <laughs> they say don't go barefoot at the beach. Isn't the beach there to go barefoot on? Yeah. Huh? Health officials say there's glass, sharp shells, pieces of metal, fish hooks that are more prevalent than ever beneath the sand. And the beaches now are hotbeds for hookworms, which can get into your feet and give you a rash. Oh, disgusting. Yeah. All you had to say was hookworms, and I'm like, okay. I don't know what a hookworm is. Well, it sounds gross, and it's been my skin. I'll wear shoes. Here's uh, Jay Money from South Carolina. Morning, studio. I'm out here. You know, I love your show. It's a great show. Ray Mundo, yeah! But I got one bone to pick with you, Mr. Bobby Bones. You say a word very wrong. The word is penalized. What's up with that, man? That's absolutely ridiculous. Nobody says it's penalized. It's penalized. Come on, man. All right. Love y'all. I'm out. I don't know why I say it. I mean, I think I say penalized. Sometimes I may, if I'm reading it, I may say penalized. I have no idea. Isn't uh, that sort of like uh, almond and almond? People just say it different. Nobody says almond. <laughs> nobody. I've never heard a person in their life say the word almond to me. You're out of your mind right now. It's not like that. I swear to you, or pecan and pecan. Okay, that I've heard. You've never heard almond. Not a per- single person has ever come up to me and been like, I'll take an almond, please. Okay, well, I've never heard penalized except for you, I think, but I was trying I say, to help you out. Have you noticed me saying penalized? I don't. That sounds right, though. Penalized? I know. It doesn't sound and awful, penalized. but penalized. I think it depends on where you come from. All right, Jay Money. Same thing with almond. No. If, Ask people. If you say almond, you should go back to where you came from. I've never, has anyone ever heard it called an almond? Not no, one person, never. for real. <laughs> yeah, I think someone just says that. It's like salmon. Nobody calls it salmon. They may if they read it wrong. <sighs> okay. All right. I wasn't just making that up. I think you were. <laughs> the Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So the world's most identical twins. They are always together. They dress alike. They share a job. They get the same plastic surgery done. They eat the same amount of calories, exercise the same. And somehow they even use the toilet at the same time. But I don't understand that. But they also share the same boyfriend. He's a 39-year-old guy named Ben. And they want him to... Her to get them pregnant at the same time. 
both. Yeah. They, a lot they, of pressure on this Ben guy. Yeah, because they want to experience obviously everything together, including being pregnant and having a baby, and they want him to be the dad. It might have to be done through IVF. That's the plan for now. Hmm. It's just very interesting. Here's a clip of them talking about how they do everything together. We want to experience pregnancy together. We want to do everything in life together. You know, we'll die together. We'll grow old together. We um, shower together. We wake up together. We go to bed at the same time. It could be obsessive, but this is how we want to live our life. That's crazy. They're even talking together right then. Um, you know, I just think about old Ben. In some ways, he's got it the best. and some, the worst. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what he must have to think. And they look, they do look identical. How so are they the most identical twins? Do they just give themselves that moniker? Oh, I assume that they'd been handled that title okay. by the Twins Association or something. So Miranda Lambert made a deal with one of her fellow songwriters who wrote Bluebird with her. And the deal was if the song hits number one, they would get cute little Bluebird tattoos together. The deal was made over a year ago. So now Miranda's not quite sure if she's going to follow through. And not because she's anti-tattoo, but apparently she's running out of room. What's up with the welching on bets? Luke Combs welches a bet? Miranda Lambert Welch is a bet. We're supposed to be country music folks. We're supposed to like live up to our word. And I, f- I love that song. I feel like a little bluebird would look cute. And then speaking of tattoos, Jason Aldean had a two tattoo artist come over to his house and give him and Kane Brown some new ink. Jason got some palm trees and Kane got a gorilla. Yeah, Jason's like wrapped around his wrist or something. Yeah, That's how you know you're, you're balling whenever the tattoo artist comes to you. Yeah, you don't Jeez. have to go to the shop. Man, I, bet, I wonder if he has a tattoo shop in his new house. He's got everything else up there. <laughs> yeah. All right, is that it? No, The Rock showed uh, one of his kids his all-time favorite films, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So then he was sharing about it on Instagram. And then he gave some some cool history. He said that he was considered by Tim Burton to play the role uh, of Willy Wonka. It eventually went to Johnny Depp. He said he just definitely didn't have the Hollywood experience at the time. It was He was very green, and he's closed the post with this. I'll always raise a glass to the dreams that don't come true because sometimes they're the best thing that never happened. So, something people can keep in mind. The Rock would have been a terrible Willy Wonka. Yeah, I don't even know how that would have been. Maybe the worst Willy Wonka. (laughs) Like, of all the options, I think The Rock maybe last. Yeah, like, why was he considered? (laughs) Not even close, but I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. There's a woman down in Florida. Her refrigerator breaks and she doesn't have any money to fix it. So she's desperate. So she calls 911 and says, listen, my fridge is broken. I don't know what to do. Cops show up at her place and are like, ma'am, you got to remember 911 is for emergencies only. But we stopped and got your fridge on the way over. Wow. Cool. Dana hit her with the old rope and dope. Yeah, they you're thought- in trouble. Just get here, your fridge. Yeah. <laughs> and they wheeled in a fridge. The three cops bought the fridge for. Her. That's crazy. That's what it's all about, right there. That was tell me something good. You know, yesterday we're talking about Walmart saying, "Hey, we're going to be closed on Thanksgiving." Maybe it was the day before. Regardless, that was a big story. Now Target is saying we're going to be closed. And at first, I thought, "Oh, look at them looking out for their workers." It makes sense because you can't have crowds for Corona. I don't think it's them making a big statement toward, let's just have unity amongst families at holidays. I think we can't have crowds at our stores. Gotcha. So both are responsible, but I totally read that wrong. Did you? Yeah, I did. I'm here for it, though. Yeah, I would always want to work, though, because, again, I know you, double time. Yes. 
You've explained that hey, to me. Hey, the car insurance often like two days. Yeah, but they're paying them, so. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm fine with time. it. I'm fine with it, too. I yeah. just had read that whole thing wrong. Uh, let's go to Amy now with the morning corny. The morning corny. Why are elevator jokes so classic and good? Why are elevator jokes so classic and good? They just work on many levels. Nice. <laughs> that was the morning corny. Researchers have pinpointed the exact moment when the majority of people feel the most miserable. What is the unhappiest age? Eighty. Mostly, people say when you get that old, you're happy. You're very happy because okay. oh. you, you've lived that long. You have life experiences. You're okay, not you're right. I'm putting happy. yourself in unfair expectations of what you should do at that point. I know, but I'm probably just irritated that you know I can't control going to the bathroom or something. Um, let's see, forty. Uh, 47. Okay. The year you turn 47 is an especially stressful year because when people realize 50 is just around the corner. Because 46 is still mid-40s. 47 is late 40s. That's the back third. True. I lo- I, I'm not even a 40 yet, but I already love 40. I loved 30s. It's all the same to me. I'm 40. Who cares? Yeah. Sometimes I see people on TV, though, and they're 40, and I'm like... Hope I look better than that person. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hope I look younger than him. <laughs> you do look young for your age. Ooh, Don't worry. I promise. Peter Panning over here. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. This is a voicemail we played earlier from J Money in South Carolina. Let's do it again real quick. Morning, studio. I'm out here. You know, I love your show. It's a great show. Ray Bundo. Yeah! But I got one bone to pick with you, Mr. Bobby Bones. You say a word very wrong. The word is penalized. What's up with that, man? That's absolutely ridiculous. Nobody says it's penalized. It's penalized. Come on, man. All right. Love y'all. I'm out. All right. We found the official pronunciation of the word penalized. Here it is. Penalized. Penalized. Mm, So you are saying it right. Yeah, Jay Money. What do you think about that? (laughs) You know what? You can't call for a whole two days now. You have been... Penalized. That's right. Oh, yeah. nice. How about that? No, I'm just playing. You can call. Uh, and then Amy was fighting for the word almond that people say almond. Never in my life have I heard almond. I say almond, but I was just saying people say things differently like I've heard almond. You've never heard almond. I've, I'm, I'm making I've a bet heard, that you've never heard I it. I have heard almond. I ha- why would I say that? Here's every pronunciation for the word almond. Almond. And that's the only one. Are there any other ones, Ray? No? no. Okay. Did you see the blue lobster, red lobster? No. So I went to Red Lobster a week and a half or so ago, and you can't go in the lobby to eat. You have to wait outside, and you have to be socially distanced, and the lobsters in the the, the, the tank aren't there because they only put those there so people can see them. And if there's nobody there, why put them there? Well, a rare blue lobster was spared because it was so rare. It was at a Red Lobster, and they're like, we're not supposed to have that. And so now it's in an aquarium. Oh, lucky guy. It was a... Blue Lobster. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. All right. Uh, low cash coming in a little bit. We will uh, shave Scuba Steve's eyebrows coming up in a little bit. Oh, I should also mention this because I'm taking part in this. Uh, Brooklyn Decker has organized a star-studded roast for Andy Roddick. Andy's one of my dear friends, and I'm having to write roast jokes for him. It's always a fine line between you, if you know so much about somebody, how hard you go at them. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, but you can buy a ticket for like 25 bucks. I think there's a, there's other celebrities. Mandy Moore, Andy's ex-girlfriend's doing it. Interesting. Um, oh. 
I'm by far the least famous. I think I'm just his friend, and some people know me, but it's all for charity. Uh, if you want to see it, you can... Um, Mike, what's the website you remember? But you can go over and see it. Oh, here you go. Uh, NoLoveAndyRoddick.org. Sergio Garcia, Chrissy Teigen, Peyton Manning. Um, I'm doing it, etc. That's awesome. Love it. Yeah. I have a bunch of jokes. Do you want to hear one of them? Yeah. Mm, I don't want to run it. Maybe later. Just one. Mm. Give one that you're on the fence about. Okay. So you uh, may not even use it anyway. Okay, okay, okay. We'll tell you. You'll tell me if it's good or, or yeah. not? All right. Um, this is just the easy one. Hey, we're here virtually to honor one of the greatest tennis players of all time, but unfortunately, Roger Federer didn't get the Zoom link. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. So he won't be joining us. Yeah, yeah. He didn't get the Zoom link. So I mean, you should use that one. Yeah, I think I will. I don't want to spoil them. Um, but anyway, check that out if you want to do that. Would you stream music directly to your brain if you could? Through what? Well, Elon Musk is working on a chip that will let you stream music directly into your brain. So you don't have to put anything in your ears? Right. Huh. His company, Neuralink, has been developing technology that repairs broken connections in the brain. And this technology might lead to the ability to beam music right into your brain. He can also say the chip might be able to control hormone levels. Okay. Sign me up. Which would have the potential <laughs> to help with anxiety, relief, amongst other things. Yeah, I'm in for hormones. I wish we could just take a chip, put it in our butt, slide it, find a hole, put it in. Why the butt? And have all this information. Why? Because that seems like the hole of the easiest. No, I don't think so. Swallow it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe I could swallow it. Or... Yeah, but if you swallow it... It could get stuck in your throat. Yeah. Okay. But I don't feel like that's right. a direct upload. Fine. I feel like if you're swallowing it, it has to, like dissolve into your system uh, okay <laughs> all right suppository i'm in would you listen to music straight up i would it's gonna be all there anyway i guess don't fight the future amy i don't want to fight the future don't i'm fine it's fine here is patrick from savannah georgia he called and this is about raymundo's wedding coming up in october and he had something to say I just heard you're uh, talking about whether or not you should postpone the wedding or not. Had some pretty good insight on that as I just got married June 20th. We initially had 140 people and whittled it down to 23, and it was the best decision we ever made. Made the wedding weekend much more intimate. Got to have conversations with everybody that was there, and we even live-streamed the ceremony so those that weren't able to come were still able to sit at home in their PJs or get dressed up and still be able to watch it. What do you think about that, Raimundo? That's pretty cool. That sounds about 23, so that seems like they did have groomsmen and bridesmaids and then parents, and that's about it. There was no friends, no acquaintances, and no second of... It was people that live in the house that you grew up in. Do you have a contingency plan? Yeah, that's dire circumstances, and the number would be around 35 people. Do you already have the secret 35 that would be there that you haven't let the but other ones know? It's not really a secret. If you didn't live in my house or Bay's house growing up, and you're not one of the groomsmen or bridesmaids, you ain't coming. Mm. But right now, it's not at 35. It's at oh, man, so 75. Like- Do you think Lunchbox will call the cops when he gets there? It's outdoors, and it's spread out. Yeah. Okay, here's uh, one more voicemail. Hi, Bobby. Good morning, studio. I was calling with a question for Raymundo. I wanted to see if his honeymoon plans have been affected at all. I'm actually supposed to be going to a resort in the Bahamas, 
our wedding was originally scheduled for May and it's been rescheduled for November and our resort is actually not even scheduled to reopen until November 1st. So we're keeping our fingers crossed, hoping we can go, but wanted to see what Raymundo's plans were and if they've been changed at all. Thanks guys. Love your show. Honeymoon plans? Yeah, we're going to Grenada and my parents wanted to know how much they have to pay and all they had to do was pay 2000 and it's refundable. So the entire amount isn't due until month of, so we can easily cancel. Where is that? I don't know. I don't know. Grenada? I don't, I mean, I, people act like they go places and I'm like, I just go, oh, yeah, it's cool. I have no idea oh, where well, this I'm stuff is. Oh, well, I'm genuinely curious. Where's Grenada? Yeah. Grenada, it's... Mississippi. That's where Charlie Warsham's from. Is that where y'all are going? No, no, no. It's in uh, it's in the nice warm waters of the Caribbean, I believe. Yeah, that's what Mike just said to Caribbean. Mm. Um, can you get in? I guess if you go to the Bahamas, you have to have a negative COVID test show you've had one in the last couple of days, even to get in. There was a, a couple, too, that insisted on having their dream wedding. I just read this story. They had 100 guests catch COVID-19. What? Mm-hmm. At the wedding? Mm-hmm. Uh. They used the church's back door to avoid being seen. A lot of the folks flew back to Nashville, San Diego, Arizona. They had a rehearsal dinner with 40 guests the night before. Uh, city officials is said to have stopped the proceedings, forcing the couple to move outside to a basketball court. But yeah, a San Francisco dream with 100 guests catch COVID. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me read this a little bit wrong. Okay. <laughs> they caught COVID. They had 100 guests at their wedding, and now they're going, all these people were with them, and then flew back. Yeah, I think like 18 others at the wedding yes. caught. So far. Okay, so then you have to like contact, okay, those are the people I was around, and they were all at the wedding. Okay, got There it. was a story that came out in Dallas Voice yesterday. This guy, he's like, hey, I was a guy that was calling it a scandemic. He said, I didn't believe in it. He said, I'm a hardcore conservative. He said, so we had a dinner party. I woke up sick. And so did my partner and my parents, and it just went on and on and on. And he's like, now people have it. I understand it's like gotten political, but like, I just don't get it. He said, I believe the virus to be a hoax. (laughs) And believing so, my partner and I hosted family members on Saturday, June 13th. I woke up sick. My partner, my parents were all sick. That same Monday, my in-laws traveled to witness the birth of their first grandchild. They took them with their father-in-law's mother. That night, my father-in-law became ill. Then my mother-in-law. Just on and on. Just uh, friends, take care of the people around you. Wear a mask. We'll get through it. Like, we're going to get to the other side of this. Like, it is going to happen. But let's just take care of each other while we're finding, you know, that that correct path to get there. Yes? Yes. No? I agree. Yes, I, we're gonna I agree. Get I'm just There's frustrated no with yes. the... My brain just goes to the people and some of the comments I get on Instagram if I ever... You know, just the how it gets so they're so sensitive. Even he has to say, "Hey guys, I'm a hardcore conservative, and I'll believe this." Yeah, I'm like, why don't we just believe it? Because who cares where you no no no? no for? My friend Chuck from gym class and on Facebook says that. <laughs> yeah. In a few minutes, Low Cash is going to come in and perform. They're actually in now. We brought you guys in early. Uh, Preston had texted me yesterday morning because you heard us doing the eyebrow challenge. Dude, I loved it. Well, he lost. I know. And now. If you would like, we brought you in. If you'd like to shave off his eyebrows, yes. Holy cow, this yes. is amazing. So this, this is isn't full your actual circle for me. Yeah, this isn't your actual <laughs> set. You're gonna come back and play in a little bit. But since you guys walked in and I knew you were keeping up with it yesterday morning, this is great. So would you like to shave off Scuba Steve's eyebrows? Yes, one thousand percent. Thank now, you very much. A quick reset on yesterday's show. We flipped a coin. Scuba had a chance to win a hundred bucks or. Lose his eyebrows, and he lost his eyebrows. Yes. Love it. And he lost again for a second time, so he then lost both eyebrows. Oh. Yeah. 
and now low cash will shave them off. Now, why this do you say it. full circle? Because when I I was caught up in the moment. I mean, I was like texting you two bills for two brows. Let's go right now. <laughs> and I knew I knew you couldn't see your phone at the time, but I was loving it. I was real time, you know. And then at the end. I, I found out he was going to lose both brows. You were agging it on. I loved it. <laughs> Lunchbox. He was. I, I heard his voice come in. I was like, "Oh, he's losing both brows." And then, uh, and then we walk in, and I get to shave it. This you is know, awesome. You get to shave. Okay, here he is. This is great. Le- which one would you like shave first, Scuba Steve? Uh, let's do the left one. All right, here he is. Chris, you want cash? We'll shave off the left, and Chris, you want to do the right one? Brows. I got it. Okay, I'm, I'm in on the right. You're doing the right. I got the right. The right. right. Oh nice. boy, here he goes. Dude, you're going to look like powder. Here's because he does have a bald you head. Are. You got the bald head and everything, man. You got it for the beard. All right, here we go. All right, all right, okay, okay, okay. Ready? All right, yeah, yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Just do it, just do it. I'm just kidding. No, my beard, no! It's <laughs> <laughs> not your beard. I'm just kidding. I'll school him more this way. All right, here we go. Beard. No. All right, here Please we go. Please don't. The left eyebrow. All right, I don't need, I've never shaved a brow before. This is weird. I don't know if I should go this way. Just Only go. He's going with, with the, the grain. Uh, oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I think you got it. You got oh, it. Oh yeah. no! Yeah, you're hurting that way. You're hurting that way. Oh no! I feel like I need to wear the mask. That's you. Don't, like you know. Really, you Dude, you don't. don't look that bad. Really, you look good, Prowlis. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Bobby's face doesn't say I look good. <laughs> you guys are just being nice. <laughs> All right, here we go. Our executive producer, Scuba Steve, now getting his second eyebrow shaved off. You are powder for real. By Chris from Locash. Mm. Oh. That sounds. That, I think that brow is thicker. Mm. Yeah, I appreciate you taking every single hair off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. I don't want that long right there. Yeah, you don't want to keep that. <laughs> I might have to go the other way, so stand still. Okay. Against the grain. For sure, go against the grain. Yeah. I have ingrown hairs tomorrow. Oh, you will. <laughs> Yeah, Chris is definitely is. spending some time with it. This is what I do, guys. You have like an extra texture thick over here. I know. I've, I have really nice eyebrows, but not anymore. And there they go. You look like I got it there. They're now both gone. Scuba oh, Steve oh, with oh, both oh, eyebrows oh. now gone. That, his hair smells funny. Something smells. I know. I got those Italian smell? eyebrows. Thank you. Smell that? Thank you. All right. Do you know how sometimes when you floss and you pull the food out and it smells like something? Are we getting that with his eyebrows? Like he had a bunch of like. No. Yes. You know, you smell no, something? I don't smell anything. That's <laughs> impossible. How do you? F- right? Is there some kind of fruit yeah. smell happening here? You Would you? In your brows? Yeah. Maybe. Got a little mango tree in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. How do you feel, Scuba Steve? I I don't know. I have to I guess see myself and then I'll have a real reaction of how I really feel. I think you're gonna like it. I tell you what, you look great. It's not okay, that bad. You look like a wrestler. It's oh, a- I actually look pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll start a trend. Do you though? All right, there he is, Scuba <laughs> Steve. There he is, coming Thank back you. in a little bit. Uh, Low Cash will be back in a second. They're gonna uh, go in the other room and, and tune up and come in and play. But thank you guys for coming in. Absolutely. All right, back with Low Cash in just a little bit. It's time for the good news with Amy. Tell me something good. So this woman, Tiffany Jennings, she was brutally attacked years ago and it left her with broken teeth and she just never really wanted to smile because of that. And a doctor, dentist, heard about her situation and he said, you know what? I want to take care of Tiffany's teeth, dental repairs, all free. And when he was finished, she had a new smile and when she looked in the mirror, it brought her to tears. Yeah, that teeth thing, it's tough. I couldn't afford to get my teeth done forever until I was in my 20s. And when I could finally afford it, it just changes how you feel about yourself the way you look at yourself, because you feel like other people are judging you even when they may not be. They may be, 
But that was a big deal for me too to get my teeth fixed. So shout out to this doctor. Yeah, his name is Dr. Brian Kitko. You tried. You tried. I tried. What's the name of you? Tried again? Okay, can I just spell his last name? Sure. (laughs) Dr. Brian K-V-I-T-K-O. K-V? K-V. K-V. Dr. Brian (laughs) Kitko? That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Low cash. What's up, fellas? Hey, hey. What's going on, baby? Uh, let me run through some of you guys' songs in case there's somebody who doesn't know all the hits you guys have. Uh, here is I Love This Life from Low Cash. Here is I Know Somebody. I know a place and I know somebody. Somebody with a cast of And here is the current single, which I love right now. It's one big country song. Turn it up and sing along. We all work till the daylight's gone. Good to see you guys back. We don't have a lot of people in studio, but it was I was pumped to get you guys all, all up here. We Thanks were excited for the call. Yeah, it's man. our first time here. It looks great. So with you two, and you don't live to, in the same city anymore. No. That's got to be weird. You guys have been running together so tight forever. Is it? Yeah. Is it any different at all? I mean, it's been four and a half months since we've seen each other. I mean, oh, but that's because of quarantine. Though, right? Because that's of quarantine, of Corona, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I mean, we talk five, six times a day, man. It's 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 a brotherhood. It's there. I mean, we're still Zoom writing, yeah. all that stuff, you know. So we Zoom two or three busy. times a week writing. When I hear about bands that don't live in the same city, and that's a lot of bands, not in the country music world so much, but a lot of the the rock bands, they don't live in the same city. But when they tour, they meet in the same place, they right. practice. Like I guess it's not so wild, but. Chris, you decided to move back to Florida? Well, my wife is from Florida, so mm-hmm. I moved down there. Happy wife, happy life. And, uh, you know, I'm gone 250 days a year usually. So her having that, that stability back down with all her family and stuff, it, it helps a lot. You know, you guys were working at a like a, a country line dance bar back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, And you both were together then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would you do? Walk me through this. If I were to, What was the bar called? Wild, Wild Horse Saloon. Okay, if I were to come to the Wild Horse Saloon, were you going by Low Cash Cowboys or were you just you? Chris <laughs> it was just Chris Impressive. Yeah, we were just our names. Okay, so at that point though, what are you doing while you're working there? We're the DJs. Two and DJs. So, yeah, so okay. two DJs, and uh, we're spinning the tunes, getting everybody dancing, and we're also emceeing the shows. So Lone Star is coming on stage, you know, and we would. We would play a song, the intro music for the concert, and then we'd grab a mic and run on stage real fast and MC the show, start the show. And then while they were on, sta- on stage, we could go backstage, work on harmonies, write songs, whatever. So that was kind of our night. And I think a lot of it, like when we would watch that, and then we would teach a line dance in between. But a lot of people didn't understand when we were writing songs, we would record it on these little, you guys remember the Tascam where you'd like duplicate a CD over and over again. Oh, yeah. Task, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we would make one, record it on our own in his little studio and make two songs and dance to it. And people would buy that. So then when we made those. the dance up, they would be, what song was that we just danced to? So then we'd sell them the CD from the DJ booth. And we, we were making so much money. It was crazy. So what dances were you teaching people? Just, just line dances. Just making them up. Okay. Make so up you, line dances. Because I would watch this show on PBS. In Arkansas, was AATN. But I'd watch a show on PBS, and they would be in some dance hall. And you'd watch 15, 20 people do these line dances. That but was there the was Wild all- Horse. Was it the Wild yes, Horse? But there was horse. always like two of them <laughs> that were doing extra moves. Yes. And I was like, hey, chill out. Just get in the group here. There's no need to do an extra right. spin, kick, spin, kick. Just do the dance. You yeah. know that was? That was Barry Amato. Probably was. It was Barry Amato. I would always get so annoyed at these people trying to be extra. <laughs> yeah. 
You're not out there. To, this is a line dance, a group. Right. Oh, we did. We'd have people coming in, bringing in special shoes, like they were roller skating or something. Oh, yeah. You know. Now, that that I can understand. Yeah. I love a good pair of shoes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But it was just the people showing off. Like they did. They learned a little. They had a little too too much spice on it sometimes. Yeah. Did you guys ever do dance competitions or anything? Did you guys yourself ever do that? Um, I taught dance competitions for a, a studio, and I used to teach you know, a bunch of little kids to go out, and they would do like showstoppers and what Star Power I think was one of them. You guys they have such won. an interesting life. It was pretty cool. It was a lot of hip hop though back then. Preston's first concert ever was Hank Jr. Oh yeah. How old were you? Man, I was probably about I was probably about fourteen or fifteen, right in there. And uh, I mean, it was crazy. It was his birthday weekend, and he flew in backstage on a helicopter, and he landed in the back. And I'm like, this is so rock star. I, I mean, it was the full meal deal, you know. And here he comes, he comes on stage, and the lights go out, and he says, "It's my birthday weekend, and I want a bunch of girls on stage." And man, the girls just started pouring on stage, and he picked ten of them out. And he took them back for a hot tub party at the hotel. No way. Put them on a helicopter, and they took off and went to the hotel. And I was like, I want to do that someday. <laughs> that was amazing. Dang. Uh, Preston, Crazy. Or Chris, what about you? Uh, first concert? Uh, Motley Crue and Whitesnake. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, so it, it was incredible. So basically the same. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Ten I girls, mean, put them in a hot tub, <laughs> just on stage. Yeah. It's yeah. the first time I saw something that was the person sitting next to me that just basically... Oh, yeah, they flash. did it right there. I was young, probably too young to be at that concert, but I knew right then and there that's what well, I definitely had to do. got flashed by Tommy Lee, probably. Yeah, it may have been my aunt. I'm not really yeah, sure who was sitting next to me. Same thing. Same <laughs> Low Cash is here. They are on Instagram at Low Cash. Uh, follow them up. I'm going to have you guys play this song now because I love it so much. Here is the current single from Low Cash. Uh, this song's doing great, too, by the way. It's freaking top of the charts. Yeah, man. Here we go. Yes. Week, here we go. Uh, one big country song from Low Cash. They're going to play it live for us now. <laughs> Hey guys, so because of licensing rules, we can't play anything with music on this iHeartRadio channel or podcast anymore, but you can go to bobbybones.com to see it. We hate that we had to take it down. It wasn't our decision, but just wanted to keep you up, and we wanted to keep up as much as possible. So uh, go to bobbybones.com to watch or hear whatever you're missing right now, and thank you for listening to the show, and sorry about all the legal stuff. Mr. Bobby Bones. Nice job, boys. Low cash. You guys been able to play that much as a group? Because the song got, got big really. and blew yeah. up since we've all been locked in. Dude, it really has. We haven't got a chance to listen to anybody sing it back to us yet, really. Through. And we didn't because we don't do that. We don't. We, <laughs> we try to keep our listeners. Our listeners get annoyed with us if we sing back, but that is, that's definitely so a one that at your concerts, mm-hmm. they're going to sing the crap out of back to you. Can't that you'll be able to like shut it down. Be like, all right, your turn. It's just right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah Low so cash is here in studio. Let me ask you guys this question because yesterday on the show, Lunchbox was telling us that there was a party in his neighborhood. How many people at that party? Uh, probably around 50 people. It's a lot. Right. So if you were to walk by a house in your neighborhood and there are 50 people having a party, what would you have done? I would have Kept walking? Yeah. I probably would have just kept on going. Me too. And I would have thought to myself, that's probably, I don't like that. Probably not safe. Yeah. Right. But I'm probably not going to. You know what he did? Uh, I called the non-emergency number for the police department and reported them for violating the number of people at a gathering. I mean, I said congratulations to the graduate, but they are in violation of the county regulations. They have too many people at that house. That's were they, amazing. Were they wearing masks? Uh, some were. What percentage do you think? I'd say 30%. Mm, yeah. And just to me, I was just like, look, man, like, sorry, I understand you want to have a graduation party for your high school senior. Great, but... 
I get it. I've been flying my drone around the neighborhood, taking overhead shots of people congregating. Then I send it to the HOA, and I'm like, look, look what the neighborhood's doing. Wait, but you wouldn't call the police, but you. But it's no, a, I, I don't want to get them arrested, the but I am kind of telling on them. You know, I'm, I'm like, hey, HOA, get the neighborhood, you know, under control. Dude, I'm in Florida. No one cares. And no one Oh, yeah. No, me. Florida just buck no. wild. It's like girls gone wild, but no Corona gone wild down there. <laughs> no one cares. So, yeah. yeah just the young people don't care, and the old people me. don't care. Chris is like, man, I haven't seen you forever. I'm like, stay over there, bro. I mean, I wear my mask everywhere I go. I don't I do not do that. But I will tell you this, that the younger people don't care, and the older people, it's literally, it's the waiting room for heaven. They don't care. So, but the what about the people in the middle? Do they care? The yeah, older? Yeah, for the most part. For the most part. You could you could kind of see it. Like, my neighborhood does. It's it's pretty cool. Like my street, we quarantined with like two different families, like. But kids, man, how do you tell kids they got to stay inside and they can't play with their friends? So, you know, there's a certain amount of things. And my little girls go to a little private school right now. Only five kids, but you know, it's who knows? They, I mean, they could get it and bring it home to me easily. But Tampa goes hard in everything. They do. That's they, do. The they really do. Listen, any anything I do down there, they go hard. Uh, okay. Well, I just. Uh, we all kind of said we wouldn't have called the cops either. But Preston's kind of a weird one. He's flying drones over yeah, people. And I mean, taking uh, images. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because they want to get back out on the road. And when people oh, no, are doing I get this. It. Well, I'm checking on my turkeys in the woods originally, right. right? So I send my drone up to go check my deer stands and my turkey spots, right? Just take a look over over the top of the woods. On my way back, I see this driveway. And there's about, and, and this was when we are supposed to really be staying home. No more than like 10 people. There's like 20 people in my neighborhood just having a little party. And I was like, mm. I, went, I turned it around, turned the drone back. <laughs> I went back, I turned it. You know, they had no idea. I'm so high up. And I zoomed in with my high def cam, took a little picture, sent it to the HOA. I said, handle this. Did they? You know, he, Did, I guess. Like he, I don't whatever. know. Whatever. HOA was probably at the party. They probably <laughs> were. But you know what? I, I felt better sending it. I was like, I did my part. Uh, yeah. People always ask me, how do we get live music going? I'm like, but wear a mask. Shut yeah. it down for a minute. Yeah. Just be socially responsible. Yeah. I want live music back. Yeah. So, well, listen, boys, you did it again. Look at you. Another hit. How you feel? Well, thanks. You called great, this man. when it we first great. released the album. You called this song. I who knows what I called and what I didn't call. I'm being you all I know. We need to call the next one. You guys, yeah. <laughs> we need your opinion on the next. <laughs> one. We're torn between you, songs. You so. don't, definitely don't want that. Okay, here they are. Low cash. They're out. They're looking out for you guys. They're flying drones over neighborhoods. They're peeking in windows. They're doing all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Chris and Preston from Low Cash. That's awesome. Stream one big country song. Good luck this week, guys. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you guys real soon. Absolutely. All right, there they are. Low cash, everybody. Back in the Hey Morgan, I was thinking about you last night because we played a TV game yesterday and you did terribly in it. <laughs> yeah, I did do really bad. <laughs> but I think music is probably a little more up your alley with the games. I think I can do better than what I did with that game, yeah. All right, here is the game. I'll give you a famous opening line to a country song. Just name the song. Eddie, you there? I'm here, man. Can I play? Yeah, just don't Google it. Eddie has corona. He's in his bed right now. We've set up a microphone in his bed. <laughs> I hate it every time you say that. <laughs> what? I, Eddie has Corona. It's just going to be a label that's attached to me from now, and I'll get used to it. Is it wrong? No, it's accurate. I do, and I'm at home. And I need it's our listeners life. to know that you're not in studio, and that why you sound a little bit different. And I want them to vi- the visual of you in the bed. What are you wearing right now? Oh gosh! So they can. I want them to get the full. <laughs> of course. Go ahead, Eddie. I'm wearing a t-shirt and some like basketball gym shorts. That's it. What and color is the t-shirt? Out. It's gray. What color are the basketball shorts? Gray. Any socks? No, no socks. All right. <laughs> You're being so weird. Right no, now. I'm not. I'm just done. A good <laughs> radio host 
wants his people paints the visual to be able to see what he's saying. All right, write your answer down, everybody. Everybody can play this one. If you miss, you're out. Uh, for example, this is an easy one. You can just say the answer, Amy. Looking back in the memory of what's that? Looking back on the memory, the the dance. The yeah, the dance. Looking Garth back. Oh, the memory of- I'll give you the famous first line. Here we go. Johnny's daddy was taking him fishing when he was eight years old. There you go. Johnny's daddy was taking him fishing when he was eight years old. Yeah. What song is that? In. Eddie, you in over there? I'm in. Lunchbox and Morgan... He's struggling? Yeah. I made this game for you I so know, you can do I better. Know. I know the song, but it's taking me a while to sing it in my head. She's trying to get around to the part right now. Five seconds. Your answer, Morgan? Uh, mm, uh she's in love with a boy? Incorrect. <laughs> Eddie. Uh, I have Don't Take the Girl. Yeah, Tim McGraw, yes. Lunchbox? Don't Take the Girl. Yeah, Amy? Don't Take the Girl. <laughs> he was eight years old. Morgan, I'm sorry you've been eliminated. Oh, that's okay. I, I'm very stressed <laughs> with all these videos over here. My head's just all over the place. Okay, here we go. First line. He was working through college on my grandpa's farm. I kind of gave you half the melody. He was working through college on my grandpa's farm. All right, I'm going to come to you guys in a few seconds. All right, Lunchbox, coming over to you. He was working through college on my grandpa's farm. What you got? Strawberry wine. Correct. Amy? Strawberry wine. Correct. Eddie? He was working That's strawberry wine. wine. All right, good. Come okay. on. On my grandpa's farm. Here we go. Creole Williams lived down a dirt road. Oh. Creole Williams lived down a dirt road. You know, I'll throw you a little nugget here. Creole Williams lived down a dirt road. Amy just Amy just shook me off and said, don't do that. Yeah. Why? Because I had it. Okay, so what? Ugh. We're just playing a fun game. You're trying to win a scholarship here? <laughs> okay, I'll tell you that next time you're trying to play a game. I don't get to play many games. I have to put game. the games together. It doesn't matter, Bobby. Why are you getting so worked up? <sighs> All right, Lunchbox? Yeah, meet in the middle. Incorrect. What? Lunchbox no, is out. No, that's the right answer, meet in the middle. It is On not. that old Georgia pine? No. Oh. Creole Williams did not live down a dirt road from the old Georgia pine. Oh. <laughs> meet in the middle is the old Georgia pine, but Creole Williams did not live in that town. Amy. Dust on the bottle. Dust on the oh. bottle. Eddie. Come on, Lunchbox. That's your jam, dust on the bottle, dude. There you go. Live down a dirt road. Made homemade wine, wine like nobody I know. Under that Georgia pond. All right, lunchbox is out. We got two <laughs> remaining. Here we go. I saw the light. I've been baptized. I saw the light. I've been baptized. All right, think about that. And it's the first line to what famous country song? Eddie, you in? I'm in, Bones. Alright, what do you have? I have Brand New Man, Brooks and Dunn. Amy? Brand New Man. Correct. I saw the light, I've been baptized by the fire in your 
All right, I feel like I gotta go a little harder. I'm gonna go level two now for you two, because you both are gonna nail these. Baby, what do you say we just get lost? Leave this one horse town like two rebels without a cause. Baby, what do you say we just get lost? Leave this one horse town like two rebels without a cause. Amy's singing it I'm over in. there. You have it? Yeah. She Except took her for... headphones out so she wouldn't hear the game show music, leaned her head over, and she was going, Except for I don't really know that I know the title. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's the game. <laughs> I know. So you, you don't have it if you don't have it. <laughs> She's like, I got it. I just don't know the title. No, 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 no. The, the title is the answer. Seems like a really long title right now. Okay. Eddie, are you in? Oh, boy. I'm in, but my dyslexia may have gotten me on this one. Oh, tough. Uh -oh. Okay, let's go to Amy first. Amy. Heads, Carolina. Tails, California. Eddie, what do you have? Okay, that's what I have. Heads, Carolina. Tails, California. Baby, Heads, Carolina. Tails, California is correct. Okay. Yeah, nice. Or our version Beat we played here. Head, Steve wins the money, or tail, Steve loses his eyebrows. <laughs> and he got his eyebrows shaved earlier this year today. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. Hmm. Okay, here we go. Name this first line. I remember it all very well, looking back. It was the summer I turned 18. Whoa. I remember it all very well, looking back. It was the summer I turned 18. Amy's got her... Head on her hand, her headphones out, singing gibberish. I don't know if you guys can hear her, but. Bones, can I get it one more time? Yeah, I remember it all very well. Looking back, it was the summer I turned 18. I'm going to answer in five seconds, guys. <laughs> okay, Amy. Three, two, one, answer. She had thunder rolls. Incorrect. What? Eddie, That's for the. <laughs> no. What? Is it? She had thunder a need rolls. to feel the passion. No, it is not. That's not it? No. But, but he was, he rolled in But that's town. also not thunder rolls. For I know, the record. but I can't. All yeah. I could think of was she had a need to feel the thunder. Mm -mm. That's not it? Mm -mm. Say it again. I remember it all very well. Looking back, it was a summer I turned 18. Eddie, can you win this? Oh, I'm an idiot. No, uh, mine's a guess. If I win it, it's it's a complete guess. But I'm gonna go with don't blink. No, play it, play it. I remember it oh, all very I was well off. Oh. Fancy. I thought it was Garth's, you know, creepy song. Okay, are we ready? Mm -hmm. This one's gonna be sudden death. Buzz in with your name when you know it. You ready, boys and girls? Ready. She's been going out with him. She's been going Amy. out. Amy. She's in love with the boy. Incorrect. What? Oh my God. No. Eddie. She's been going out with oh, him. I'm an idiot. She's been going out with me. <laughs> that's it? Yeah, that's the first line, Eddie. Oh my gosh. I think I gave Amy another chance. I'm going to go with X's and O's. Incorrect. Here's the song. She's been going. Oh. That ain't my truck. Oh. She's been going Red Aikens. All right, here we go. Next one, sudden death. Yell your name. Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. Oh! 
Say your name. Eddie. No, Eddie. No, 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 I know Eddie. it. Eddie. No. Eddie. Say this it. Kiss. Incorrect. No, no. Okay. Amy, go. Am I still in it? Yeah, I'll give it to you one more okay, time. I got it. Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. Might have took oh, a long way. <laughs> get there someday. They said, I said, <laughs> to get there. But just look at us go. Ah, you still the one. <laughs> Looks like we made Look how wow. We've oh, she came in and she jumped out of her chair, did it uh, <laughs> uh, she made her bass stronger and threw her hand in the air. Oh man, I haven't heard this song in a while. <laughs> there she is. And she won a scholarship. Wow, congratulations. You Thank did. You. I just got I was just told what the prize was. Here. Thank you. Alright, alright. Morgan said that someone was beating on her door last night. Oh yeah, it was so scary. Uh some guy at like 2.30 in the morning. Is like pounding on my door. He's ringing my doorbell, and then he runs off. And he comes back two minutes later and does it again. And then he ran off again, and then he did it again. And I woke up to my dog barking and going crazy. And then I look at my phone, and I'm watching him on my like security camera. Don't know what he wanted. I just sat in my room like afraid because I didn't really know what to do. You think it was a kid? No, he was a grown man. I'm not oh. sure what he was looking for. I'm not, I don't think he was trying to break in because like he was showing his face, but. I don't know. There'd have been so no way I'd have, went back, I'd have gone back to sleep. No, no way. My heart would have been like, the rest of the night. I was just waiting for him to come back again. Like, see if he was going to try and pull something else. I didn't really know. But, yeah, I was freaked out. I called the non-emergency line. I was like, can you guys come check this out? Because I live by the, the, That non-emergency <laughs> line's got to be thinking, this Bobby Bone Show calls us for everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, lunchbox yeah. called, said there's a, a house party. Morgan's got somebody <laughs> knocking on her door. What would they say to you? Uh, they told me that they'd come check it out, and then I watched. Um, I I watched everything from my camera because I was too scared to move from my bed. So I watched the cop come up at like five five minutes later, and they were checking it out. And then I I found out the next day, like this morning, all of my neighbors. He did it down our entire street. I wonder what was going on. Make your theory. Well, he d- at first I thought maybe he needed help, but he wasn't like screaming. Like if you're smart enough, and you need help. You're you're just screaming trying to get any attention. I don't know if he was just a little out of his mind. Wasn't sure what was going on. Looking for somebody, but didn't know where they were. Is my best guess. Huh? Because nothing came of it. He didn't get he into did it to any every house. house, and he didn't break. It. He didn't steal anything. No, but I think he's just a little not not all there. Well, that three was it. Three one. You guys call? Four, one. No, it's a six eight four. Like it's a whole number. Yeah, it's yeah. a whole number. Oh. Oh. I did see two where police had to spend hours breaking up a seven person house, seven hundred person house party. There you go. How many, how, how does somebody have a house party that big? I don't get it. How is the house that big? How do they? I guess they're in the backyard too. Who knows that many people? Three people were arrested after police spent nearly five hours breaking up a party in New Jersey. They contacted the homeowner who allegedly told officers he had rented out the residence on Airbnb was hosting a large party. The homeowner then left the area as an estimated 200 additional people arrived at the residence and the party began to grow. 700 people. All of the on-duty police officers responded as the roads in the neighborhood were shut down because more partygoers were still arriving. How do you even get the invitation to that thing? Uh, they were doing. They put it out on Instagram. Oh. They just said, "Come." Yep. Boy, that's dangerous. You saw a chain smokers party, didn't you? Like governors now going, "Hey, how is the chain smokers having a concert, little house party here? Like that's illegal." I think everybody thinks they can break the rules, but nobody else can break the rules. I saw something, I don't even know where, just a headline about how people are don't mind hanging out or doing things as long as it's not posted on social media. Mm. 
So they're they're down for breaking it. Whereas it used to be like anytime you're hanging out with people, you'd want to post about it. And now it's like, okay, I'll hang out with you, but nobody can post. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So yeah. would you have called the cops on that 700 person party? I wouldn't have been anywhere near it. I wouldn't have known it would happen. Did you see responses to lunchboxes? Like on, on Yeah, I have some. Yeah, what's the pulse on that? Yeah, how do our <laughs> listeners feel about Lunchbox calling the cops? I would say it's about 60, 40. 60 that he shouldn't have done it, and 40 that are like, yeah, you should have done it. So, like, some of them, Caleb said, bro, you went to frickin' Vegas. You don't have a right to police other people. Ooh. Um, uh, going to Vegas is not illegal. True, uh, true. Gathering with more people is illegal. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Nicole said, do you, boo? These are strange times. Okay. Um, Garrett said, no, you're a Karen. A good citizen would mind their own business. Wow. Uh, Christina said, yep, so glad you did that. Sick of people being dumb. John said, heck yeah, they're the reason we might not have football. Yeah, they're the reason the economy's not open, open, going to open up. I couldn't be more for the economy and more for playing football, more for getting kids in schools, but we're never going to get everybody in until it's all eradicated mostly. Or we're going to go back halfway, shut it down. You know, baseball's struggling with that now. Who knows if they're going to shut down? By the way, the Marlins had a bunch of players that tested positive. And so this is Lunchbox calling. Who did you call? I called the Florida Marlins. Just the, the entire team here. Oh, they have He a- called the organization. Okay. So he called and said that he and his buddy are there to help to see if they can be on the team. Now they're, <laughs> do they need players? Okay. okay, here you go. Thank you for calling the Miami Marlins. Good afternoon, Miami Marlins. How may I direct your call? Uh, yes, ma'am. I'm just calling to see if you uh, need some players. I'm ready to try out. Oh, yeah! Let's go, Marlins! Give me your number. I'll call if we need to. Uh, yes, ma'am. Jason Gibbleman, businessman making business deals, trying to get that money. And let me tell you, I was a heck of a right fielder back when I was 12 years old. I played for the Minnesota Twins of Balcones Little League, and I even made Balcones Red All-Stars. And I am happy to admit I'm a man, but I am a catcher. Yeah! Wait, what? Uh, well, have a great one, okay? No, no, ma'am, ma'am. We, we are ready. We are ready to fill. Put me in, coach. Y'all got COVID players. You need some healthy guys. We're in Nashville. We've been in the bubble. We're ready to bubble now down in Miami. I just had my corona test, and I came back negative. I'm ready to play. All right. Well, you have a great one, okay? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't. Whoa. 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 <laughs> are you not taking players? Whoa. Taking players. We got a nice squad back in Jupiter ready to go. But have a great day. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to throw him a piece of paper. Oh, here, here, here. Boom, I hit that. Oh, Oh, home run. Whoa, whoa, ma'am, 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 ma'am. Wait, 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 wait. I can be a pinch runner. I'm fast as lightning. Okay, okay. Okay. Oh, she hung up. Okay. (laughs) I don't know why she stuck around so long, honestly. All right. What uh, is Ray's comment about, I'm happy to admit I'm a man, but I'm a catcher? What does that even mean? Well, a lot of people say it's the wimpiest position because they have to wear all that gear. And I just said, I'm fine admitting it. I'll Wait, be the catcher. You wear all that gear because you have a, I don't know how fast baseballs are. I never are. heard that the catcher was the wimpiest position. Yeah. Why does he have shin guards, a chest protector, because a mask, He has a 90 guards. mile per hour ball flown at him. The pitcher flown can get him. a hit right or back at him 90 miles an hour. This Elvis impersonator sang for 51 hours. Broke the world record. I did it straight. Here's audio of this guy singing. It's now or never. Come home. Can you imagine now we're like 48? A hunk a hunk of burning love. Yeah, so there he goes. He's 52 years old. He had previously broken the record for the longest Elvis Presley singing marathon, but then it was broken by somebody else. But 51 hours. Look at that guy. Uh, that's what's up. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Ooh.
On Crook and Chase Nashville Chats, a visit with global superstars Brian Kelly and Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line. Now, they've made history with their music and have been just as successful offstage. However, there's one thing they've decided they won't do during the pandemic. You'll learn what and why. Plus, a chat about what they'll explore next and fashion, family, and out of nowhere, butt skiing. <laughs> it's Tyler and BK with CNC. Listen and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.